Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Fried coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday with your emails, your questions, your stories. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. That's how it all works. You listen to the show, you have some fun with it, you get your laughs, you take your walks, you get through your day, and then you tell a friend. Tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, 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 tag a bitch, tag a bitch, tag a bitch, bitch, bitch. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, 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 tell a friend! Rate, review, subscribe! That's how you do it. I don't got a, I don't got a, a, a billboard, I don't got a bus, I don't got commercials, I got you! You got to let people know. Let them know about this show. And the easiest way to do it, tag them, tag them, tag them on my Instagram post. I'm putting up stuff every day, twice a day. So listen, people. Come on. Listen to your Uncle J train. Tell a friend. I can go Jewy on this. I can get real guilty Jew. Uh, come on, what What if I pass away tomorrow? What's my legacy? Tell a friend. Tell a friend. We're here Monday through Friday. I'm going to do some emails today. I got a coronavirus rant of the... No, I have a, I have a charcuterie chat. Ooh. I got a charcuterie chat, and then I got your quick hit questions. Uh, I'm super pumped. I'm, I'm also, tonight, I'm doing a live You Up podcast. Now... I've been doing the Beach by Happy Hour. This will be like that, except more like the UUP podcast. So if you ever came to a live UUP podcast, just like that. We're answering emails. We're doing deal reveals. We're going to do dating app makeovers, audience questions. We have a new fun segment, so it's Jordana and I. Uh, if you want to come, go to the link in my bio. It's there right now. Um, if you're Listen, I do this before every live show. If your times are tough and you can't, and you want to come tonight, shoot me a DM. Just say, I want to come tonight, and I'll send you the code. That's all you're going to do. So I know times are tough. People are losing jobs. People don't, you know, so just DM me. I'll send you a free code, and we'll get you in the show. But if you can make it, and you can make that make it happen, get involved. Get a ticket. Get the crew involved. This is a great, great for your date night. Great date night. Great thing, great event to get involved with with someone that might not know the show it's fun. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. We have so many good emails and I want to make sure we get to a bunch of them. Then we're going to go to the charcuterie chat and then we're going to do your quick hit questions. Mixed messages in the queue. Hey, Jared, big fan of the pod. I'm a little bit confused by a situation ship I found myself in over the queue. We met before COVID and went on a few dates. Things have been going well once COVID hit. We agreed to not sleep with other people to limit the exposure because he has a child and didn't want to interact with other people. We've hung out about once a week over the past two months, but some things he's been saying have been confusing me. He has made comments over the past few weeks about feeling bad for his child that things didn't work out with his ex. He's made comments like this about three times now, and it really bothered me. I decided to address these issues with him over text, and his response was even more confusing. I've included below. Just looking for your opinion on things. I haven't heard anything from him after all this. My gut is telling me he just wants to bang buddy that doesn't want to admit that fyi i'm in my late 20s he's in his mid 30s so here's the text we're gonna read it hey this is her 
Hey, I know I've been a bit distant lately. Uh, hey, I know I've been a bit distant lately. I've just felt a little weird about things. I guess I was bothered about what you said the other day about not being over things work uh, over things working out with your ex. I know this has come up a couple times before, but it has made me realize there's a lot of unresolved feelings there. I'm not sure why it made me feel so bad, but I guess I'm realizing that having a casual thing with someone that's so vocal about their feelings, positive or negative, towards someone else makes me feel confused. You're really hard to read, and I'm just feeling confused about things between us. I guess I'm questioning why I'm spending time with someone that I feel doesn't really like me beyond just something physical. I just felt the need to bring it up, whether you care or not, but I feel uncomfortable not addressing it, not addressing it. Okay. So his response, totally fair. You're bringing totally fair. You're bringing this up. I get it. I'm just not hiding anything these days. I feel like the situation with my ex makes me sad because of my daughter. Not for my sake. I do really enjoy our time together, but I'm just not sure I'm feeling like putting any labels on things for now. I get that might not be what you're looking for. We can chat about it. I'm happy to do that. Sorry if this all sounds a bit flaky. She writes, I understand that. I'm not asking for a label, but I was just looking to see where your head was at. I don't think it's unfair for me to question that after three months of casually hanging out with someone. He writes, totally fair. I was starting to think the same thing. (laughs) Now we speak. This is like when you go to buy a car and they're like, oh, shouldn't this be less money? I'm thinking the same thing. Totally fair. I was starting to think the same thing. What's the story between us? I definitely still like seeing you. I'm just mo- I'm just slow moving. Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to put pressure on things. I was more or less just confused, and it made me feel confused after you made that comment. He writes, I get I get that. Just my, got my daughter down. Sorry for the delay or late reply. Don't worry about my ex, LOL. She's not in my mind in terms of getting back together with her. I'm just open about everything. And to be honest, it's just so different dating while I have a child. This is all new to me. <laughs> he brings up the child whenever. The child is anyone with a child. It is their version of a shield. You bring it up anytime you want to ward off bad. So just like your friends who have kids, they're like, oh, we can't find a sitter. They just don't want to do the shit you want to do. It's the easiest excuse that you can't question. It is in the land of public opinion, kids doesn't matter what it is. Oh, no, my kids. Oh, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. I I didn't know you back away. So he's doing the same thing with you. I'm just open about everything. To be honest, it's so different dating while I have a child. Oh, my God, what to do? And here's the reality. He's told you what he wants. He wants to keep fucking casually. He said that, though. I feel like the situation with my ex makes me sad because of my daughter. You know, he brought up the ex, and you were like, well, the ex makes me confused. You're two, the both of you are speaking in tongues, You know he doesn't want to get back with his ex-wife who he had a kid with. You know that. You aren't sure if he likes you enough to go to the next level. So you use the ex to be like, well, you mentioned your ex. Of course he's upset that his ex and him aren't really getting along and can't be the best, can't be together for the kid. That's a, you know, he might have had parents that were together his whole life and he feels bad that it didn't work out. Of course. But that doesn't, you know that doesn't mean he wants to get back with his ex. So you use that to get through 
and uh, have a conversation about what you guys are. And he's using his kid and all the confusion of dating. I don't know what to do to let you know. I'm just not sure I'm feeling like putting any labels on things for now. That's the answer. He's just not sure about making this serious. And, and, and I, you know what? Uh, he says, I get that, just my daughter. So then she writes, it's all good. I appreciate you being honest and open about things, but it's still hard, is hard, it still is hard hearing someone say that. Yeah, I can imagine it's hard also adding a pandemic into things. It makes things really weird and confusing. She's saying that to the daughter. Then he says, you bet I probably didn't explain myself properly. The world is a bit of a mess, LOL. Lucky you, you ran into a nutcase single father. And then she wrote, LOL, I don't think you're a nutcase. We all have our problems. He writes, LOL, are you sure? JK, how was your day? Now he's on to how was your day. He got what he wanted, and now he's on to you. Because now he can go, well, I'm crazy. Oh, my God, I'm such a loser. Crazy. People do this. They down themselves so that you don't feel bad that you're probably losing out on them as a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I'm such a loser, crazy husband. No, no, no. You're a guy who wants to keep fucking casually. And you said it as well as you could because you can't text her back. I just want to keep fucking you casually until this thing's over when I have more options. Because if he said that, he'd be an evil asshole. He's just trying to save face. And he goes, oh, my God, how could you want to be with such a crazy dad? You know, he knows he's a good guy. People who don't like themselves like that don't say that. So I understand where... You know, you want, basically you went to him asking for a raise and he's like, the company doesn't have the money. And you know what? That's your answer. And if you want, and, and you have to admit that you do want more than that. And I do understand where he's at. He's saying, if I put a, here's, the, here's what he's saying. I'm going to hold off on putting a label on this as long as possible because a label becomes, first it's a label, then it's moving in, then it's, then it's uh, engagement, then it's marriage, then it's what are you going to do with the kids, then it's are we going to have another kid in addition to the one you already have. So to him, who's got a, an, an ex and a baby, he's like, fuck this. I'll use the baby to ward you off and then you know keep fucking until this whole thing's over and then I have some options out there and then this will probably fizzle out. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com Corin pen pal to insta creepy hey love the podcast long time you up and now daily J train listener on my quarantine walk so thank you just a weird situation I'd be interested to hear your input in uh, met on Bumble and moved to texting and following on Instagram. The convo trickled, which I wasn't bothered by. Thought thought I'd pick it up when I was back in town from my from quarantining with my parents. I noticed he'd unfollowed me a few weeks later, figuring he'd lost interest. But once a week, he'll check my story and like the posts he's missed since the last creep. Is this just an extra weirdo form of checking up on someone's stories like you talk about? Was he thirsty for followers and wants me to follow him again? LMAO, I really don't know. Just think it's strange. Um, what he is doing is keeping up with you without, not, without getting obsessed with you. So, you know, these things with Instagram, they all lie in the deniability, just like the kid, the guy with the kid, the guy's got a kid. He just, he brings up the kid. You go, Oh, I can't say anything to your kid excuse. Just like this. He's going to, you could never call him out. And if you block him, you block him. Then you'd be the crazy one for blocking him. So what he's doing is rattling the cage. Every few weeks he goes, ah, I'm still here. Ah, I'm still here. And he keeps liking a few in a row just to let you know he's friendly, but he's not obsessed. 
because he didn't follow. He hadn't followed because he's like, I don't know what this will be. He doesn't want to get too deep. He doesn't want to respond to all your Instagram stories. So this is one of those situations where it's like he's playing a little bit of an Instagram game, which is to let you know he's there, he's casual, he's friendly, and it's on you. You reach out to him when you're ready. But he's not going to get... I think there's this thing where if he followed and kept following, um, you, then he's watching every story, then you guys are responding to each other's DMs. It goes a little too farther along than it actually is. He is backing out, backing in. Hey, I'm here. Now I'm out. Hey, I'm here. Now I'm out. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Reassessing red flags. About three months uh, into dating a guy, and pretty seriously, at least five nights a week together, we had left his phone. He had left his phone screen up in my kitchen while he would, went out to smoke. I promised I wouldn't have tried to hack his phone on my own, but it was right there, and I'm not above peeking at the open text exchange with the name Pamela. When I knew, when I know he'd had a fling with someone of the same name in the past, he asked how she was doing, blah blah, and she mentioned that he she hadn't texted as much lately because she thought he had a girlfriend. He had posted me on Insta, Snap, etc. So the assumption makes sense. His response was, "No, I don't have a girlfriend." Not long after, we did make it official. We were together a year before breaking up for reasons unrelated to cheating. Still, I have the gnawing feeling that this exchange was indicative of what was going on in the larger picture. Do guys just stick to the I'm still single bit even when they're days away from asking a girl to be exclusive? Was I wrong to commit to someone who days before denied being with me? Is it likely that he was denying our relationship even when it became more serious? I guess my overall question is for women, it's a sliding scale. I didn't feel exclusive the day he asked. It felt, I felt in the weeks and days leading up. Uh, I felt it in the weeks and days leading up. For men, is it one day single, next day committed? Um, I think, I don't think for men or people in general it's that. I think there's this weird overlap people of people you've been seeing that you're trying to get away from so that you can see the person that you're committing to in a real world sense. Anyone could hear what I'm saying and going, no, my boyfriend and I have been together since day one and we held hands across the altar. And it's like, uh, yeah, so you think. So the reality is everyone's doing their version of shedding the last relationships and not shedding. To me, should, you know, she asks, uh, do guys, uh, um, she asks, was I wrong to commit to someone who days before denied being with me? I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. You did the things you did, and that's fine because you felt they were the right things for you at the time. If I saw in someone's phone that they were texting with a person of the opposite sex and then said they weren't. Uh, dating anybody even though they've posted me on Instagram snap and all that stuff I would go hey that's kind of fucked up who's that why are you telling them you don't have a girlfriend when we're basically doing boyfriend girlfriend and I would call it out like give me give me a, an answer that can make sense to me I don't even know what the answer is that makes sense to me but it, they might have one I would have said something at you know the the reality is the biggest mistake is you were afraid of hearing an answer you didn't want to hear. And we're all afraid of that. I'm not saying I'm above that, beyond that. But um, 
what I will say is that it is a sign if someone's not willing to admit that they're with you or they're seeing someone. Like if I wasn't seeing, if I wasn't official with my girlfriend, um, guys live in the, guy, what guys do a lot of times is they live in the small, fine print of a contract. So they'll go, well, we're not together. And it's like, if someone asked if I was, if I had a girlfriend, I would go, I'm actually seeing someone. That's, that would be the real response I would give. This guy didn't even say that. He just flat out said no. So I wouldn't say that's indicative of him cheating on you. I would say that's indicative of him not actually opening up to you and giving this relationship a shot with a totally open mind that he is totally in. You're the only one and you're the only one he's keeping eyes on. Because this, to me, when you say, when you deny having a girlfriend to a girl you used to hook up with, you're keeping that old option open for when this next thing ends. You're keeping the future hookups. You're keeping that Rolodex unlocked for the future. So you're not even giving yourself totally to this situation. That's what I would say. I don't say, maybe he cheated. I mean, a more cynical person could go, there. he definitely cheated. I don't know. I think the more realistic thing where he's spending five nights a week, five days a week with you is to say, I don't know how this thing's going to end up and we'll probably break up at some point. So I want to make sure that girl that used to fuck me will still fuck me again when it's over. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com X who is married to a new woman requesting to follow me multiple times years after breakup. Uh, I dated a guy my senior year in college for about a year and a half. I initially broke up with him, but we did the whole on-off thing for another year. He eventually started seeing someone, so that was the end of everything. We had a huge falling out, unsubscribed from each other on all social media, and never really spoke again. We do have some mutual uh, social media friends. We also live in different cities. Fast forward two years, I get an Instagram follow request from him. Enough time had passed, and I figured we would let bygones be bygones, so I confirmed his follow request. I soon learned that he had just gotten engaged to the girl he started seeing after me. I kind of thought it was weird he requested to follow me a week after the engagement, but maybe he wanted to see what was, uh, what was see that he was engaged. He wanted me to see that he was engaged and happy. I don't know. I, she writes, I don't know. I don't think that's it. I think he's... Uh, hearkening back to old, to women he used to fuck. I think he's looking back and y this is masturbatory. Not actual masturbation, but like he's kind of like, oh, okay, th this is kind of something I can watch from afar and have a little bit of a, a boost to know or, or I can kind of go back. You know, there's a thing of like, uh, it's like you can kind of like dream back to what you know the the actual i know this is going to sound icky but like the reality is he's oh, okay that's someone who said yes to naked to me before so he can like envision you guys together again in his mind because he has those memories i think that's more about it uh there's a word that i'm not getting out right now but it's a very popular word it's not like i'm reaching for a tough sat word but it's uh this is a I would say this is like him, you know, this is like emotional masturbation. He gets to look at you and say, oh, I had her when and I, I'm a big fucking dude, whatever. I don't think it's him. I don't think it's this a, a 30 tiered thing like women do to each other. It's a very simple. I used to fuck her. She's still cute to me, still attractive to me. I get to imagine what it was like to fuck her when I don't want to think about my wife. 
Uh, anyways, with an hour of confirming his follow, he unfollowed me and blocked me. That was my indicator that the original follow was a mistake. Oh, okay. That could have been. Then two days later, he unblocked me and requested to follow me again. Same thing happened. I accepted within a few hours. He had unfollowed and blocked me again. I thought it was super weird, but whatever. Fast forward another two years, which brings me to today. I get another follow request from him. Again, still no hard feelings. College was six years ago, but I did have to laugh because of what happened the last two times he requested to follow me. I accepted his follow request, but not follow him back. It's been about a week now, and he is still following me, watching my stories, etc. Any thought on this? I don't have feelings for him anymore or anything like that. We were young and inexperienced. We dated. We both had a lot of things growing, going, uh, a lot of growing up to do, so it all worked out for the best. I just kind of think it's weird, and I put myself in his wife's shoes. I would not appreciate my husband doing this, or maybe it's just completely random. Not, it, It's not random. He um, is attracted to you, was attracted to you. It, it is kind of gratifying to see you being attractive, and he doesn't have to really do anything. I think the reason he followed and unfollowed and blocked is that at the time, I'm sure you were someone that was targeted by his fiance. This is a dumb guy move. At the time, his fiance was like, do not follow her. And then he followed, and then he was like, fuck, I can't do this blocker. I'll take away the temptation. Now it's two years later. Him and his wife probably don't have sex a lot. And he's like, hmm, oh, remember that girl I used to fuck? Oh, let me imagine ma masturbating while I think of her. And now he's following you. That's gross. I agree. It's gross. I'm telling you the truth, though. You offer a destination for his brain to go that isn't the one in his house. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. My boyfriend broke our quarantine agreement. My boyfriend and I have been dating for six months. He's 38. I'm 34. We met on Hinge. We used to go to a ton of events around town together at least four days a week. When quarantine happened in March in Portland, we both started working from home. We live on opposite sides of town. We decided we wanted to socially isolate from everyone else so we could spend the weekends together. We agreed that if we saw friends, it would be from a distance with masks outside, and we always asked each other's permission. Last night, I saw his friend's Instagram story showing that he was hanging out inside my boyfriend's house. My boyfriend and I usually talk and text all day, but mysteriously, he hadn't texted me like, that, like normal that night. The next day, he didn't tell me, but I confronted him by texting him, asking him about the Instagram story. He said he was being selfish, and he was sorry, and he knew he was breaking the rules we made. Okay. He added that because the states are opening up a little bit, he's letting it go, get to his head and he's slipping on being careful. Now he wants to open our quote unquote quarantine circle to four of his friends and six of his family members. To put this in perspective, I haven't seen any of my friends or family and I have no plan to because it's not safe yet. His roommate friends family have a lot of public jobs at grocery stores, hospitals that put us at, uh, at increased risk. I don't know how to come to an agreement with him since we have such different views on safety during quarantine now. He did break my trust, but mostly I feel the health risk is one-sided because my friends refuse to stop isolating and my family lives out of town for the most part. What do you do when only one person you spend time with breaks your trust? Thanks for all your amazing jokes and advice. Um, you make Bachelor Nation highly entertaining. Well, thank you. I think it's how he chooses to isolate. I think we're all going to get, we're all going to have to be empathetic to other people choosing different ways to go through the next few months. I think we all have to agree just because they live in your state doesn't mean they agree with how the state is opening, but also doesn't mean that they disagree. 
just because you disagree. You're going to find out your timeline for how you come back and what you think is safe is going to be different than the people you know. And you got to be empathetic of that because we're all just trying to get by and I don't think anyone wants to kill anyone. Like, I, 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 I think it's, it's fine that you're allowed to have your personal belief and he's allowed to have his. I think the more problem, the more problem is that the bigger issue is that he didn't come to you to discuss it. Like, you guys have this plan, which I totally appreciate. You guys are like, okay, here's how we're going to do the quarantine. And I think that's probably the healthiest way you could do it, where you're like, you're going to go here, and you're going to do this, and we're going to see each other on weekends, and we're going to... The problem is, then there's got to be another negotiation. And I've said this a million times on this podcast, relationships are all negotiations. So I would have more of a problem with the relationship part than the quarantine part. The quarantine part... The fact that he didn't come to you to t- discuss how this is going to work going forward, it shows that he's not negotiating with you on a relationship level, not a quarantine level. So I would bring that up to him. Like, hey, I, I now I'm left alone. Now you've put me in a position where I have to see you. I have to break things or we don't see each other for two weeks. So you didn't even care about not seeing me for two weeks. That's how I would talk to it, how I would put it in my eye terms. I feel that this is you showing that you didn't even care about seeing me for two weeks. You might feel differently, but the fact that you didn't even think of me in re- when you did before, when it was you getting fucked and I was your only option, you thought of me. When it was you getting, when, when, when things loosen up and now all of a sudden you got some options of people to hang out with, I didn't play as big a part. How is how am I supposed to feel? So, I mean, and also if you're taking this seriously, I would assume you would want him to isolate for two weeks or something, right? I don't know. This is a very tough situation. I think your issue isn't with his quarantine ability. Uh, what? Because it feel or I mean, the way you wrote this email, maybe he's worried that any talk with you would result in in there's. Like, you have to understand, it's two-folded. He needs to have a gray look on this relationship. He has to see that you you wouldn't, that he wouldn't negotiate this with you when he was so keen on negotiating when it was getting him late. And you have to see that maybe he was afraid to talk to you because your look on what isolation is and what the the standards are are so black and white. So he was like, she'll never go along. I'm not trying to blame you. I'm saying that's another thing to keep in mind. He His excuse might be, well, you're so strict about the isolating, I couldn't even come to you. And it's like, okay, we should all be able to go to our friends and family and be like, hey, how are we going to work this out? How are you and I going to go to the next? And again, this is with all quarantine stuff. This is the country too. Like we have to, realize that life isn't safe and that we have to move on we've moved forward how do we do that in an agreeable way where not everyone's winning we can't have this win or lose it's it's just not a way to solve things so i think the fact that he didn't negotiate with you is the more troublesome part jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com Let's do, 
I, I let's do okay. So I got some sponsors. We got sponsors. Listen, I have sponsors for the Tuesday and Friday episodes. I'm gonna give you some of their uh, their codes. Roman, get treatment for ED, hair loss, and more. GetRoman.com/slash/jtrain. Free online visit. Magic Spoon. You get a hundred percent happiness guarantee and free shipping. MagicSpoon.com/slash/jtrain. That's cereal with zero sugar, twelve grams of protein. That's fucking great. Brooklinen, Internet's favorite cheats on sale now uh, for Memorial Day. Get 10% off your first order of free shipping with code JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. MeUndies, the softest underpants, bras, and loungewear. Loungewear, get 15% off your first pair. Wow, at free shipping at MeUndies.com slash JTRAIN. Feels CBD, get 50, 50, 50% off your first order and free shipping at Feels.com slash JTRAIN. That's F-E-A-L-S.com slash JTRAIN. All of the promo codes, all of them are in the description for the episode. Go, go, go. Support them. They support me. Let's do a coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's coronavirus rant of the day is a user-generated rant. Jared, feather, feather, great stuff. Here's a rant. I'm tired of seeing girls write, coronavirus made me do it, in their dating profile bio. I'm sorry, did the giant spiky COVID ball burst through your door and hold a gun to your head and threaten you? Did it say it was going to infect you and your whole family and kill your grandparents if it didn't get you on the, if you didn't get on the app? You're trying to say that a global pandemic is the only reason you're on the app? Like your life has been all happy parties and jolly Sunday brunches where you were meeting people left and right? No, no, no. You're on the app for the same reason the rest of us are. We're lonely in quarantine. We're looking for a connection. I could not agree more with the email. This is the, you, the, the idea that, oh, it took a global pandemic for me to lower my standards to go on this nerd, to go hang with this nerd herd on a dating app. Oh, wow, you guys are so lucky. You thank goodness the world is in shambles because without it, I wouldn't be here with all you loser single people. I totally agree with the emailer. You To write, coronavirus made me do it, is to put yourself above the app while being on the app. You're standing on the second floor of the party Looking down at everyone dancing, being like, ugh, look at these losers at this party. You're at the fucking party, too. You're single. You have nobody. You wouldn't have found... You couldn't find someone before the quarantine, so now you're here. And you would have been here before it anyway. So stop acting like you're better than a dating app because you're not. You're at the dating app party. Start drinking the Kool-Aid. Start having the snacks. Start talking to the people you consider losers. It is one of those things where if you're going to do the dating app, now how does the conversation start? This is what made you do it? Would you not be here? Are you going to be embarrassed of how we met if we go from here? Let's say we have a great date and we go somewhere out. We go out. And this isn't just to women. Guys write this type of shit too. We're all writing this shit. Just know if you're on the app, be happy to be on the app. The coronavirus didn't make you do it. Uh, you made you do it because you couldn't find someone before and now you're like, oh my God, I can't even go out now so now I have less of a chance of finding someone so I better go on this app. That's today's coronavirus rant of the day. If you want to send yours in, Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at 
gmail.com. Let's do some charcuterie chat. Hit the music, Shelby. On today's charcuterie chat, I want to talk about boards that look like other things. I'm showing one right now, and I've seen it made the internet rounds of this Viking ship that is also a charcuterie board. And then there's another one that's a big American red, white, and blue flag that's made out of meats and cheeses and blueberries and tomatoes. And it's like, no, I don't want to be reminded of other things. I don't want to be eating from an American flag. I don't want to be eating from, I don't want to be taking meats off of a sail because you already draped them on there. These all just gross me out. The American flag one, it's packed too tight, and you made things for the picture rather than the taste of them. I don't want blueberries up against my meat sticks. I don't want peanuts up against... I don't want tomatoes up against blueberries. You did that because you had to to match the flag. And now we're all sitting here eating off of your art piece, which is not as delicious as the actual thing. And to say that I want to go up to a... a, 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 Whenever I see the Viking ship, it makes me want to puke. It makes me want to puke. I I get physically ill. Just seeing the meat draped down, dripping onto the other things on the board. It just grosses me out. We're not going to get on this and be like, and this is all my problems with charcuterie put into one. You did this for a picture. You did. There's someone at your party that walked in and was like, I am famished. And they walked in and they're like, oh, fuck. It's a fucking Norse god ship. And I now I'm grossed out. My stomach is turning. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send in your charcuterie chat to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast podcast at gmail.com let's do some quick hit questions and we're out of here hit the music shelby do you speak any other languages no like some words but no why do guys send dick pics out of the blue uh because there's no loss in it you're not going to go to the police and be like hey stop investigating that murder i have dick pics it's just it's either you're into it which I, I understand ver- who's into it. I don't know. It's either you're into it or you're, and you fuck them because now you're talking about sex and their penis or it's nothing. So there's really no, um, there's nothing stopping these animals. What's, your, what's worse at a party? Great charcuterie but cheap alcohol or bad charcuterie but nice alcohol? I would rather have Cheap, I would rather have great charcuterie and bad alcohol because bad alcohol can be mixed and you can mix it up and you can put a lime in there. You can put a grapefruit juice. You can put a cranberry juice and you're not tasting the vodka. You're going to do fine. A great charcuterie board you're eating for a month. Butt sex prep day of. Yeah, I think you should prep day of for butt sex. Fave Real Housewives, a New York housewife, and why? I was a Bethany Frankel fan. I only watched the first three seasons. I, I, I think she is an inspirational tale of climbing your way to being a billionaire. What does your ideal charcuterie board look like? Uh, my ideal charcuterie board uh, is, is there for the hunger of the people coming to your party, not for Instagram. What weird food combos do you really enjoy? Ooh, I don't know if I have weird food combos. 
I don't really. Uh, I like all foods, but I, I, I'm really not against any food. There's nothing that I really put together and I go, what a weirdo I am. Why did my ex block me on WhatsApp after a fight? Because he doesn't want to speak to you again. He's done. He doesn't want to do the, and, and blocking you gets him away from you. And that's it. I'd walk away. If someone blocks you, then they don't want to talk to you. Stop talking to them. Favorite quarantine snack. I'm telling you, I like a cracker with, like, I, I'm a, like a very simple cracker with cheese. Like, I'm really, like, a good cheese and cracker. Rain or snow? Snow. Red flag if a guy prefers to use Reddit's Girls Gone Wild thread instead of Pornhub to get off. It's Guys are going to fantasize. And that's why, there's, that's why amateur porn exists. You, it's more of a red flag that you want to control what he fantasizes about. Hinge guy told my friend about told my friend about his date he went on right before theirs. Virtual, honest or rude? It's a bit rude. It's you know we want to live in the in. None of us believe that we're the only one seeing these people, but you want to live in the. I think someone like that is trying to show you a little too much. I think they're a low-confidence person. It's a red flag. Why does a guy invite you on a trip after one date? To, because he'll end up canceling, and he'll get some, he's building trust with you without having to do anything. He's just going to ask you on a trip because, wouldn't it be great if we went somewhere? Oh, also, want to come over later? Because now he's the guy who's saying these things, so you trust him a little more so that you know he can get to those things and cancel. Is it weird if a guy wants to fly you out for a weekend? Never met. No, he wants to fuck you. That's it. Here's the thing about flying you out places. You have to, you have to fly home. So it's the easiest trick in the book because you look like you're putting in that much more investment. But anyone can get through two days. Flies you out. You guys have sex. You have a few dinners. You have sex again. And then he has an end date on it and he can disappear after that. I wouldn't do it. Kill, fuck, marry. Italian food, Mexican food, Chinese food. I marry Chinese food. I kill Mexican food. I fuck Italian food. How did you and Jess meet? Uh, At a show. Better to do first date at a familiar spot or somewhere neither person has been to. Somewhere neither person has been to. That's a a fun... uh, Now you're having an experience together instead of rehashing an experience you've already had with someone new. I think shared experience, good thing. You get to exchange lives with one celebrity for a day. Who would you choose? Probably The Rock. Uh, X keeps reaching out randomly. Why? Because he's attracted to you and he knows. X's reach out because you've already established the ending. So now if you agree to talking with them, now the established ending has already been done and you guys can stay on that contract. So... Hey, I want to be casual. No, I want to be more. Okay, let's end this. Now the guy comes back. Hey, what's going on? It's still at the same place he was when he left you or when you left him, whatever it is. Favorite way to get in a swimming pool? Toe in first, slow first. No, cannonball. Flop right in. Ass or tits nudes? Ass or tit nudes? I like a body, Botticelli thing. This isn't a fun uh, one, more of a dating question. What? B-Day gift for boyfriend of three months. I usually do experience gifts, but not an option right now. You can still do experience gifts. Get him delivery from a really nice place. Caviar is a great place to do that. Skip lunch or big dinner for big dinner or skip dinner for big lunch. Skip lunch for big dinner. 
Um, and that's it. That's our episode. We'll be back next week. Or we'll be back tomorrow. Boom.